Welcome to the Crescent Podcast. I'm Leanne. This podcast is an extension of my personal philosophy and commitment to continual growth in all areas of life. I firmly believe that optimal health comes from addressing all areas of us as human beings, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Through expert interviews, I hope to both inspire and enable you to create sustained change in your own life. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy. Well, welcome back everyone to another episode of the Crescent Podcast. And to say that the last few weeks have been uprooting, (laughs) difficult, I think would be an understatement for everyone. And before I really get into today's episode, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to everyone who listened to the last episode with biochemist Karen Hurd, talking all about coronavirus and really just easing our fears and giving us some really amazing yet simple things we can do on our own to really protect ourselves during this time. I was completely blown away with the response. It's already at almost 6,000 downloads, which for a podcast like mine that's only been out in the universe for a little over a month, to have even 100 downloads would have been huge. So to hit 6,000 and continuing to climb is just... I'm completely in awe, I'm completely staggered and just so, so grateful for every one of you who listened and who shared it with someone else. Truly, I was so eager for people to have this information and let it just calm those fears, that nervousness and that stress. Getting into today's episode, this is actually going to be a solo episode, just me, And I was really debating whether or not it was a good time to share this sort of life update with you all because I know in this moment in time right now, you know, all of our minds are so centered around this virus, this pandemic, and really wanting to only consume information in that realm. But I couldn't get it off of my heart, my mind. Everything was telling me, like, you need to get this out there. You need to share it even just for my own. health and sanity to sort of release this. So today's episode is going to be all about my recent breast cancer diagnosis. And it's been a heavy two weeks. Again, I know it's been heavy for everyone, but um, two weeks ago, I did receive a positive breast cancer diagnosis. And I've been really just trying to wrap my head around everything, get on track with all the testing and the protocol that I'm now on. So I'm going to cover a few different things in this episode. I wanted to give you a little bit of the backstory to how I even found out that I had breast cancer and the current plan of action that I'm taking, which is a very functional, integrative, holistic approach, which is why I'm so excited to share that with you all. And then just my emotions, my thoughts, where I'm at with all of this, how even amidst fear, confusion, stress, anxiety, um, I really am so excited for this journey because I know it's going to be one filled with 
learning and healing and sharing this information with others who who may have never heard it otherwise. I also just want to preface this by saying this is in no way meant to be medical advice for anyone going through a similar situation. This is purely me sharing my journey. And as my doctor said, every single cancer journey is so unique because no two individuals are the same and have the same underlying issues, health concerns going on. So this is purely meant to share what I'm going through, the steps I'm taking, the tests I'm doing, and some of the truly amazing treatments and healing modalities that I have been exposed to through this integrative approach. So with that, this story actually begins way back in October of 2019. One night, I woke up in the middle of the night with searing pain in my right breast, and it was so truly painful. I wasn't sure what was going on. It woke me up. I couldn't fall back to sleep for hours. And so the very next day I went to go see my conventional doctor, whom side note, I am not seeing anymore. And, you know, she did a quick little pat pat around the breast and said, everything seems fine. It was probably just your gallbladder acting up and really just sent me on my way. And Even walking out of her office, I felt and thought to myself, first of all, that 15 minutes really didn't seem like enough to get to the bottom of this. And really, I was just quite uneasy with all of it. And there was this nagging voice in the back of my head saying, you really need to pursue this a little bit more. Now, at the time, I was also in the last two months of my MBA program, so quite busy heading into a whole round of finals and the holidays were coming up so it took me about till the end of December to actually book an appointment with an ultrasound technician whom I had heard of in Los Angeles who specializes in doing breast ultrasounds and it was completely serendipitous that I even heard of her and for those of you who have listened to past episodes on this podcast I actually interviewed her Jasmine Corsandi with the Sonocene technology And it was, again, it was just an intuition in the back of my mind saying, you need to do this. I don't think a mammogram is the right thing. Go have an ultrasound. And this is coming from someone who's never had anything done. I've never had a mammogram. I really don't even know how to check my own breast health. So it was truly just listening to that intuition and following it. And obviously, I'm so, so glad I did because that first ultrasound there she did find a two millimeter lump in my right breast and what jasmine really educated me on was the fact that mammograms miss 50 percent of breast cancers and particularly for individuals like me who have very dense breast tissue it's even harder for mammograms to detect cancer in those in that kind of tissue because it's just so hard to distinguish it so truly this was the only thing that was going to catch this cancer, particularly because it's so small. So after that, a week later, she had me come back in with a doctor there. We did another ultrasound to look at, confirm the size, the location. And from there, they recommended that I go and immediately have a biopsy to confirm what it was. And again, my intuition was just saying, hang on here. Don't get caught up in the rush and the fear of all of this. 
let's look into this a little more, just see what your options are. And by chance, I had another friend who had told me about the Center for New Medicine and the Cancer Center for Healing, which is the largest integrative health clinic in North America. And we actually have it right here in Orange County in Irvine. And this friend had actually told me about Center for New Medicine before, but I had never gotten around to actually making an appointment there. So finally, by chance, again, she mentioned it to me again, and I was like, yep, that's it. That's where I've got to go. And so I ended up getting an appointment there in February. And I mean, I was completely blown away with this location. First of all, my first appointment with Dr. Keneally, who is the director of the whole institute. She's been practicing medicine for over 30 years and is really the cancer specialist of this clinic. My first appointment with her was over two hours long. And that in itself spoke magnitudes to me because I had never, I've never had an appointment with a doctor that was longer than maybe 15 or 20 minutes. So, and in that appointment, we just dove into everything, my whole health background, my current health status, how I eat, what my lifestyle is like, my family history, which was really key because my mom did have breast cancer and did need to have a double mastectomy. So it is definitely something that is in the family as well. But it was so amazing to see, okay, here is someone who is looking at this from a full body perspective and really trying to piece all the different factors of this together. So after that two-hour appointment, we quickly scheduled several more tests. I did a third ultrasound with them there at the clinic, which again confirmed um, the size and the location of the tumor. And I actually did a full chest thermogram to get a little deeper insight into that, as well as full blood work. And then I did something that I had never heard of in my life, which is a unique blood test where they send your blood off to Greece. And what they're actually checking for is circulating cancer tumor cells and circulating cancer stem cells. And I'm going to spend just a quick minute on this because this is so, so critical to truly overcoming cancer. Circulating tumor cells and circulating cancer stem cells are basically groups of cells in the body that are waiting for you to become weak, waiting for your immune system to lower its defenses so that they can then attach to another organ or part of the body. And the way Dr. Keneally explained it is the reason cancer comes back and reoccurs in so many people is Most conventional doctors will treat the singular area. So if you have breast cancer, they remove the tumor in that area, they radiate that whole area, and then they move on. That's it. They don't check to see if you still have those tumor cells or those stem cells, and they never fully eradicate those cells, which then when that person is at another point in their life, when they're weakened or they're not doing so well, they're stressed, their immune system is down, that just paves the path for those tumor cells and stem cells to latch on to something again. So there's really two big parts, I guess three big parts to the treatment and the protocol that I'm going to be pursuing these next, you know, six months to a year, if not longer, which is number one, we're going to remove the tumor in my breast 
to have that completely removed. And then we're going to continue doing a whole host of testing to really get a clear and complete picture of what is going on in the rest of my body. Because as Dr. Keneally says, cancer is not an acute illness. It is an illness of the entire body. And we can't just focus on that one location. We need to heal the entire body physically and emotionally to help you recover from this, to keep your immune system strong, and to just make sure there's not any underlying illnesses that are making it harder for you to overcome this. And again, paving the way for those circulating tumor cells and stem cells to take root again. So um, I'm actually so excited. I feel like a, a kid going to Disneyland every time I go there because I truly am learning so, so much. And I know that at the end of this, I am going to have such an incredible understanding of my body and where I'm at and I'm going to be able to begin a journey of healing all of those underlying things so um, right away the blood test showed I do have hypothyroidism which I already knew so I'm now on a natural thyroid um, medication that is really going to help that balance out during this time but um, I'm also going to be doing some really really neat tests I'm doing some xenoestrogen tests to check for buildup of those estrogens that can come from things like plastics and chemicals. We did an abdomen ultrasound. I'm doing something called a bioimmune survey, which is unbelievable. I cannot wait to dive in deeper into this, especially after I've done that test because it's pretty intricate and amazing and I don't really have <laughs> the understanding to explain it to you all fully in depth right now, but um I am really going to try to have some of these practitioners I'm working with during this time come on and explain some of these tests and modalities deeper because truly I'm completely blown away that these things even exist and we can get this information so easily as well. So with that, um, right away I'm jumping on some different supplements that are going to just help support my system, support my immune system, support my detoxification pathways. And then one of the really, really unique things about this circulating tumor cell and circulating stem cell blood test is that if you do come back positive with those tumor cells and stem cells, what they will actually do is test your specific cancer cells against a whole range of commonly known substances, chemicals, treatments that are known to kill cancer. And what they'll do is they'll see basically which one of these substances or which uh, combination of these substances kills your cancer the best. And the reason this is so powerful is because we know now that there are some people who chemotherapy does nothing from them. And yet conventional medicine is still pre prescribing radiation and chemotherapy as just a standard of care, even though it only works on a very, very, very small percent of that cancer population. So I'm going to be actually taking two different substances twice a day for a month that are specifically, that were specifically found to work well on my cancer cells. And then after one month, I'll switch to two new substances that also came back as being particularly effective. And then the third month, I'll switch again to two new ones. And the reason we do this, Dr. Keneally explained, is we never want the cancer to get comfortable. We're always going to change it up, add something new, mix it up so it can never get comfortable and get strong against the form of attack that you're bringing against it. 
So, and I do want to add here what Dr. Keneally pointed out was, no, I'm not going to die tomorrow. I'm not going to die next week or next month or even this year. But because I am so young, the cancer could actually be quite aggressive because as a young individual, my cells are replicating so much faster than someone who may be older, which means that the cancer cells can also replicate so much faster. So she really imprinted upon me the importance and the necessity of jumping on this, going full steam ahead, tackling this as best we can, as hard as we can for, again, the next six months to a year to really stop this thing. So on top of all of those testing, which I'm spending this next month doing, and I'm excited to get more results and get more insight from all of those, um, Dr. Kinley also has me doing weekly vitamin C, high dose vitamin C IVs and lymphatic drainage, but with hemosonic therapy. And again, I'll touch on this quickly because I have actually been doing lymphatic drainage for several years now. I absolutely love it. And they add hemosonic therapy to their lymphatic drainage massage. And what this is, is basically a sonar device that uses both red light and green light and sonar to stimulate the lymph to flow and stimulate the blood to flow and then break up any blockages throughout the body. And it's truly so amazing. After every session, I feel so much lighter. I can feel the toxins being released. And I'm truly so excited that this is part of the treatment because I see immediately how much better it makes me feel. And then another part of my weekly treatment is going to be something called Evox therapy. And again, I have to have the practitioner on to talk about this in depth because truly we could spend an hour just breaking down what each of these is. Um, But, you know, the brief overview of Evox therapy is essentially you, you are speaking into a device and then your hand is on a plate that also is recording different energies your body is releasing. And what it does is it basically tells you what your subconscious is holding on to. It can look deep into past traumas and even into generational trauma. One of the things that completely blew my mind that Dr. Keneally shared is that our DNA can actually hold emotional trauma for up to nine generations, which if we just pause to think about that, how much, excuse my language, how much shit our parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, our great-great-great-grandparents may have had or still have, that can be a lot of trauma for us to hold on to. And what this Evox therapy does is it helps us literally release that trauma, break those repetitive patterns, and then look into ourselves as well as to, okay, That's their trauma and I'm going to release all of that. Now, what is mine and how can I begin to address it and release it? So again, I've done one session of that already and I was completely blown away. I'm already (laughs) recommending it to everyone because I really believe this is something everyone should be doing at some point in their life, particularly paired with some kind of therapy because it really is so insightful and is actually physically breaking those patterns those bonds in your brain and throughout your body to actually release these things so so that is kind of the general overview of some of the testing I've done some of the testing I'm going to do as well as 
some of the treatments I am currently doing. And again, all of this will evolve and change as more information comes up in regards to what is going on in my body, what needs to be healed. And I'll probably do these sort of uh, health updates once a month for any who are really interested in following this journey. Again, I, I want this information to be out there for whomever may need to be hearing it, even if it's just one person. So of course, you know, there's all of this fear around physically my body is not well. There's something going on in there. And with that comes a whole range of emotions. And one of the first things that crossed my mind was, oh great, you know, here I am. I'm a holistic alternative health advocate and I have cancer. Like, what's that going to tell people? Immediately, all my haters, all the doubters out there are going to say, well, look, you're living so clean and yet you still have cancer. And um, I shared that with Dr. Keneally. And what she said was that cancer actually takes nine to 10 years to become a tumor. So what that means for me specifically is this probably began around when I was 15 or 16. And it's usually connected to some kind of trauma during that time. So a big part of my therapy and treatment is going to be going back through past trauma and working through it and sort of releasing that, those energy, those emotions. But she said, really, the way you've been living the past two or three years has probably stopped this thing dead in its tracks and kept it where it's at. But again, with some of those underlying health issues like hypothyroidism, deficiencies, allergies, et cetera, et cetera, your body may not have been able to get into a strong enough state to truly eliminate this thing altogether. And so that's what the goal of the next few months is going to be is healing everything that's going on in there so my immune system can just be completely freed up to attack this with full power. Really, the past two weeks, I... My whole routine, my rhythm, my emotional health has just been all over the place, which for any who know me well, they know that my routine is what keeps me so grounded. And when I get rocked off that, it's very hard for me to find that grounding again and get back into it. And I have to add to this by saying that the same day I went to the Center for New Medicine or the Cancer Center for Healing and received the positive breast cancer diagnosis. I also received a phone call from the company that I do a significant amount of freelance work for saying that due to the coronavirus, they would no longer be able to maintain our contract and you know we would need to start it back up whenever this all clears up. So I say that because that really is a huge piece of this puzzle and why the last two weeks have been so incredibly heavy for me. Number one, you know, there's never a good time to receive a cancer diagnosis, but during a global pandemic is certainly not optimal by any means. And then, you know, basically at the same time is realizing my physical health is not great. My, my medical expenses just tripled. And I just lost a significant portion of my income. It's like you start to feel like the whole world is just caving in around you. What do I do? Where do I go? Where can I even step if there's no ground in front of me? It just looks like a cliff. And with so much more testing to do, I've been at the clinic quite a lot. Lately, spending a good portion of my days there, which in and of itself is exhausting. But I just 
feel a little bit like I've been a chicken running around with my head cut off, kind of trying to grasp everything that's going on, um, <laughs> trying to you know, get a handle on all the new routines that I need to have, the things I need to cut out and let go. And so the last two weeks have just been really ungrounding and unstable. And I feel like I'm finally coming into a place where I can just pause in the stillness and look at it from a bird's eye view and say, okay, what is all of this? Why is all of this happening? And truly, how can I make the best of this? A big part of that is really focusing on the factors and the variables that I know I can control and looking at this instead of a period of, oh my gosh, where are my finances going to be in a month? You know, I have so much to do here, this, that, this, that, really almost being grateful for the fact that, wow, I don't have hardly any work to do now other than maybe maintaining my own blog and this podcast and holy cow, my body really needs that. And then giving myself permission to listen to my body like I never have before. And truly the last two weeks, and I'm sure part of it is just the emotional exhaustion, but I have barely had the energy to make food for myself, much less do any work. And so I actually am so truly grateful that my contact contract with this company was canceled because if I was still having to do all that work, I, I don't think I would have the space and the stillness that I needed to really go inward during this time and listen to my body and then even have the time to give it what it needs because right now my days really look like, you know, waking up, doing my morning routine, maybe going on a walk and then by that time I'm exhausted and my body's saying I need to sleep again. And so I'll go rest in bed and lay down and let myself recuperate. And then maybe I'll resurface in the afternoon for whatever energy I have. Maybe it's a very light workout. Maybe it's another walk or just sitting on the couch talking with people. So again, if I had had a full-time job right now, I wouldn't be able to give myself that time. But I have definitely been running into... A lot of emotional conflict with this idea of not being productive and I I know a huge part of this is as Americans culturally we find so much value self-worth confidence from our productivity and this is showing me just how much confidence and self-worth I get from that truly it's been a struggle every single day to let myself just not get things done in the sense of you know, I did this for work and that for work and I, you know, meal prepped food for the whole week, whatever, whatever. Um, and then also just allowing myself to ask for help, which is something I'm really not good at. So I know that this is going to be a big part of this journey is asking for help because I know I'm going to need it, whether it's, hey, can you make me a bowl of soup? Because I truly don't have the energy to get up off of this bed right now. And if you don't make it for me, I'm going to starve. So I need you to help me in that way. And just accepting support from the people around me, which again is something I have always found very hard. And I know the evox and the emotional therapy is going to be a big part of this because the emotional healing is just as important as the physical healing in all of this. And everyone at the Cancer Center for Healing really reiterates that over and over is this isn't just physical. We need to look at what are the things you're holding in? What are the things you need to release? 
and restore. So I'm truly just finally this week embracing the stillness with open arms and gratitude and doing a lot of emotional work with myself at home through journaling, through different prompts, bringing up emotions from the past, working through all of the emotions I'm going through currently, asking myself, you know, what is this really stemming from? What is this triggering deep down? And just working through it and again, releasing that once I've gotten to that root cause and resolved it through forgiveness or peace or whatever it may be. I know the next few weeks are going to be filled with more emotional healing and also just diving into the education of all of this. I truly am so excited to learn about just the biology of cancer and all the different treatments and tests and modalities. And I'm really planning on doing specific in-depth articles on many of these things, as well as, again, trying to have some of these different practitioners on the podcast to talk about these, dive deep, and share the science behind them, as well as just why these are all so critical, particularly when it comes to cancer treatment, cancer prevention. And I just want to end by saying that actually back in March when I had my very, very first appointment with Dr. Keneally, before we had any test results back, I remember driving away, driving home alone from that appointment and just thinking to myself, in complete peace, I know this is cancer and I'm okay with it. And it was such a powerful, the, the sense of peace that I had was so truly powerful and all-encompassing and instantly I knew the reasons why this was happening and I really feel like it's twofold. Number one, I feel like I have sort of been teetering on the edge of I'm almost in great health but not quite. You know, the past few years has been struggling with concussion recovery and hypothyroidism and allergies and you know, I've been sort of making my way to heal each of those things, but I haven't really dove in head first and just committed to anything 110%. And so I feel like this is the universe saying, hey, you're taking too long. We have a lot of things we need for you to accomplish in this lifetime and we need you to get to it. So we're going to force you to heal up all these underlying things. And unfortunately, cancer was the only way to get you to address all those things and take it seriously so that you can get to a point where you can start showing up in the world the, we, the way we need you to. So I'm truly so excited and again, just grateful that I have this opportunity. I was put in connection with the Center for New Medicine and the Cancer Center for Healing so that I can really... I know I'm going to come out of this with, first of all, so much more knowledge about an incredibly relevant topic right now, but also healthier, happier, more emotionally healed and satisfied than I've ever been in my entire life. And second, that same day driving home from that appointment, I thought to myself, I know this is happening to me because this information needs to be in the world. It needs to be shared. People need to understand the many, many other modalities and treatments and tests that they can go to when it comes to cancer treatment, even cancer prevention. And many of these can be paired with conventional treatment. Dr. Dr. Keneally made it very clear, there is a time and a place for chemo and radiation, but 
it's actually far, far less than conventional medicine uses it. And there are so many other ways we can approach treating cancer and preventing cancer as well as just healing the whole body during that process. So I know that this is something I am meant to share. And um, again, even if this only changes one person's life with the information, that will have been so completely fulfilling for me. So thank you so much if you made it all the way to the end of this episode. And again, I'm going to be doing these updates in solo episodes rather than at the intro to other interviews so that whoever is really interested in this can go directly to these episodes and dive right in and follow me along this journey. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for everyone who has supported me up to this point. And if I didn't call you personally to share this information with you, I truly apologize. Again, my energy levels have been so low. Talking about this, bringing up the emotions is so exhausting. I have barely had the energy just to tell the few, you know, direct relatives around me about this. So please don't take it personally. And um, I would love to hear from you if you feel like reaching out, if you feel like sharing any information you know on cancer, if you have any questions for me that I can ask my doctors during this time. I wanted to put this out there in this public way because I know when it comes to something like cancer or a big health issue like this, people feel very uncomfortable. They don't know, can I talk about this openly? Can I ask you how you're doing? Is it going to make you uncomfortable? And I just want to say, please ask me, tell me, communicate with me anything you'd like to. I'm really, really opening myself up to this so that I can learn as much and likewise share as much as possible with all of you. So thank you so much and I will be back with you guys next week. <laughs>